Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Shap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. By MinnowsPlus.com. From baits to waiters, if it helps you catch a fish, they have it. And now, from the Short Grass, here is your host, Trey Shap. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Shap. The Cup is staying in the States. Team USA dominated the Ryder Cup, captained by Steve Stricker at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. Some have called it the slaughter at the Straits, waxing in Wisconsin, the carnage at Kohler. Whatever you want to call it, when you get beat 19-9 to in the Ryder Cup, you just call it a plain butt-kicking. This might be one of the strongest teams the United States has assembled in quite some time, and the young guns will be around for a while. Arkansas men's golf coach Brag McMakin is my guest today. His Hogs won the 2019 SEC Championship and finished runner-up in the 2021 Championship. His team also finished runner-up in the 2009 NCAA Championships. He produces professional golfers on a regular basis, and he will join us after the break. Do you need to update your line of outerwear for the upcoming hunting season? Minnows Plus carries the full line of Frog Togs outerwear, and you can shop online by going to minnowsplus.com. We are back after the break with Arkansas men's golf coach Brad McMakin. Minnows Plus is your local source for live bait and live well supplies. They carry the entire line of SureLife products, everything from better bait and finer shiner to no ammonia products to keep your bait and your catch thriving till you get back to the dock. They are the best source for all your private land ponds. Minnows Plus has fish food and pond fertilizer to keep your pond healthy and thriving all year long. If you own or run a bait and tackle shop and need to resupply, contact Minnows Plus and ask about their wholesale prices. Open to the public and walk-ins are welcome. Find them on the web at MinnowsPlus.com. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. Trey asked me to sponsor a show for another few months. Even though I don't like golf, I do like his show. I have no idea how he gets the awesome variety of guests on his show, but it is entertaining and informative even for a horrible golfer like myself. I'm learning a lot about the game and about the passion for playing. So much so, I've started using my country club for more than Sunday brunch. Trey makes golf interesting. I make auctions interesting. For auctions, listen to me. For golf, listen to Trey. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. On the tee, the head coach of the Arkansas Razorback men's golf team, Brad McMakin. Coach, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Wow, what a beautiful facility you have here at the Blessings Golf Club. What was the vision that Mr. Tyson had for this club? The vision of the golf course was to have the best golf course, the most difficult golf course to challenge our student-athletes on a daily basis, to help them get better. And then the facilities were... uh, uh, built, uh, Peter Costas actually designed the facilities, our driving range and our short game facilities to provide them with a tour like setup on a daily basis. So, uh, 
And uh, we built this indoor facility, obviously, you know, due to January and February, that uh, the fact that we don't miss a day of practice now, we have an indoor short game facility, we have a weight room, and then we have six hitting bays that we can, we, you know, whether it be rain in September or hot in July and, and uh, August, when the kids come back to school, and uh, during the winter, we can practice uh, 365 days a year. It's pretty awesome to have that. When you bring a recruit in and you bring them out here, it kind of sells itself, does it not? It does. Uh, um, I've got a, a story about we recruited uh, Nicholas Echevarri. He was the top, top five junior player in the country uh, about eight years ago. He visited multiple schools. He came in on a Saturday. We got on the second hole, and he goes, you guys shut the golf course down. We were looking at him like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, where are all the people? And he said, I said, this is a normal day. He said, sign me up. Just the fact that we have our own private golf course that uh, with limited members and membership, and uh, we can play on the weekends, uh, no tee times. And so th- it is a definitely a big selling point. So that was one of the stories that I, I remember that he, he thought we shut the golf course down right. on a Saturday wow. to bring him in, <laughs> and uh, he committed literally on the spot. That's pretty good. You've hosted um, some regionals, NCAA championship up here. And the Blessings Collegiate last year was born because of COVID. You brought all the SEC schools in. Um, Arkansas won it. And you're going to have it again here in a couple of weeks. How special is it to have a tournament of that caliber on your home course? Oh, it's incredible. Uh, Mr. Tyson's vision to uh, host uh, one of the best tournaments in the country and put it on the Golf Channel to where we we get to showcase our facility on the Golf Channel for three days is a definite – it's big for recruiting – it's big for Northwest Arkansas. Now we, we don't play, you know, very many home matches here. We can get, you know, the, the membership and people around the area to come see our golf teams, which is incredible. You know, there's no entry fee. We want everybody to come out and support the tournament. Uh, and um, just his vision has been very helpful to our program. And uh, this tournament, you know, to be on the Golf Channel for uh, three days in early October uh, has just been very valuable. This athletic department, this program, um, under the leadership of Hunter Juracek, it seems like from an outsider looking in that it's come together a lot more. You see some carryover with coaches that are involved in other sports. I think of Coach Musselman in basketball, what he's doing. I think of Coach Dave Van Horn, what he's been doing down at baseball. And, and now Sam Pittman seems like he's got this football team really, really rolling. And I know you had some big-time recruits in for that Texas game a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's a different atmosphere. I mean, Hunter has, has changed the culture here, uh, not only with the coaches, with the student-athletes. I know that uh, a couple of guys have seen him in classes. And uh, he stopped by to, uh, to talk to the kids in class. But he's definitely created a family atmosphere. The coaching staff is closer. With all the success that's been going on with our teams, every program is stepping up. You know, you want to walk around campus and you want to be ranked. You definitely want to keep up with the Joneses and, and as far as your team being competitive. And uh, Hunter has high expectations for each of our programs. And it, it's nice to... I know that he cares about each and every sport. Not only the coaches wanting to do that, but the players as well. When they see the basketball team making a lead eight, the baseball team won an SEC championship. You guys won an SEC championship a couple of years ago before COVID hit, and then you runner-up last year. Everybody wants to be on a winning team, don't they? There's no doubt about it. You, the, our guys say that they can feel it walking around campus. 
And, uh, you know, when you have the expectations for every one of your sports, sports programs to be successful, the, the kids can feel it. And um, just the atmosphere around here that Hunter's created has been exceptional. I want to take you to Grant Morgan, linebacker on the football team. I sat down with him before the season. He loves to play golf. I said, do you think you'd ever be able to play on the golf team or maybe Coach McMakin would bring you out to the blessings and let you play around out there? What do you think about a linebacker playing golf? Well, it's incredible because Julian Perico, uh, one of our best players on our team, plays with – uh, Grant and uh, a couple other football players. In fact, he'll call me, hey, coach, can I be a little late to practice? i got to go out and take some of the football guys out, and we go play different golf courses. And, uh, you know, Isaiah Joe was a very good golfer, and uh, he came out to the NCAA championship. And uh, But Julian has kind of created that atmosphere with his friendships with all the other athletes, and uh, he really enjoys it. But uh, he plays with 100 kids uh, Hunter's sons uh, quite a bit and they bring uh, some guys out and uh, it's nice to see that uh, some other athletes are involved but uh, Julian's created that atmosphere for us. That's pretty neat to have when you can have that crossover between the different sports because sometimes hey an athlete's focused on his sport and his sport only but the fact that you do have friendships and you allow them to do that I think it builds that team chemistry does it not no doubt about it not only the team chemistry but the chem- chemistry in the whole athletic department you know Julian was getting ready for the u.s amateur and he played golf two rounds with grant morgan and and a couple of his buddies and trying i was thinking you know you, you ought to do a little bit better prep but that was <laughs> that was his prep and he enjoys it and uh it's uh it's really helped our team you know with the kids you know you got the football and basketball team and baseball team who are you know the the number one sports on, you know, that are revenue sports. But when our golfers can actually get to know them and, and go out and play golf with them, and uh, it's it's really it's been it's been quite an adventure. Your team this year, pretty loaded team. We do. We have a good team returning. You know, we lost a lot of starters last year, and uh, instead of rebuilding, we've kind of reloaded. You know, obviously uh, getting Mateo Fernandez uh, transferring and Luke Long have been uh, beneficial. But, uh, yeah, we've developed uh, good uh, depth uh, over the years to be able to uh, have eight or nine guys that can play. And so when these guys graduate, we're able to fill in and, and not lose any ground. And I think this probably could be one of our best teams that we've had. The Carmel Cup is played at Pebble Beach Golf Links out there in California. And you guys finished third this year. Are you pleased with how you played out there? That's a stacked field. I was. I was very pleased. You know, uh, you play against uh, the top SEC teams in Big 12, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma and Georgia and Vanderbilt. Uh, I was very happy, you know, we sh- we played an incredible round the last round, shot 17 under. But, uh, you know, we only lost by five shots. And when you play three rounds, five counting scores, I mean, that's that's very minor, uh, you know, a, a very small margin. And uh, I thought we competed well and was very, really happy with uh, all six of our players that played. And it showed me that we have a chance this year to be really special. Give me a little insight into the Blessings Collegiate, uh, you guys hosting it and who are some of the other teams you have coming in, and how do you think your team fits into those others? We've got a good field. Uh, we've got uh, we're able to get a couple teams from different conferences. We've got the number one team in the country right now, North Carolina, who just won Olympia Fields. Uh, they've got a great program and uh, get a chance to play against the number one team on our home golf course. So we're definitely uh, fired up and looking forward to that. But we've got UCLA and Arizona coming from the Pac-12. Illinois, who's had a really, really good mm-hmm. program over the last eight years run and uh, from the Big Ten and uh, a couple of good SEC teams, Tennessee and Ole Miss coming in. So we've got a great field 
and it's a big week for us. You know, we want to host our own tournament. We want to come out with. We want to get. We want to be able to win win the championship and uh, definitely help our rankings if we can knock off North Carolina. And then the other thing too is this fall season, you're going to play back to back tournaments inside the borders of the state of Arkansas with Mr. Warren Stevens inviting you down to the Jackson T. Stevens Cup at the Elotion Club in mid-October. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. You know, that's a new event this year uh, that's uh, going to happen in uh, late October. He is uh, wants to do a great uh, college tournament uh, down at the Elotion Club, and then it goes to Seminole the following year, and then Trinity Forest the following year. So uh, we've got a chance to showcase our our golf team within the state, which we don't we don't do very often. So, you know, it's important for our guys to play well, and uh, you know, like the other programs in the, in the state, and uh, have 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 a great week. If I don't ask you about Little John Daly, your freshman, I, I would I would probably not get off of the blessings property uh, with both of my legs. But uh, it's kind of cool to see Big John. Uh, a, two-time major winner interacting with the program the other day he also went down and made some buckets inside the practice gym with the uh, coach Muss and the basketball team what's it like having little john here but also big john so much a part of razorback golf well i think it's it's huge i think it's very important uh and little john was the top 10 junior in the country so he was a big time recruit so it was obviously it was great to get him but uh you know, I uh, talked to Coach Buss last night, and I think we're f- fighting for a spot for Big John uh, on the basketball team and, and uh, him, to you know, on the golf team. But uh, obviously he's got some athletic ability. But little John's been great. Uh, he's a, a top-ranked junior. He's a diehard Razorback, as his Big John is. He's probably the biggest Razorback fan you can find. Mm-hmm. And he's the number one draw on the senior tour. He's a two-time major champion. I think he's won five PGA Tour events. To have him involved in our program with his son is going to be uh, very beneficial for us in the future. You know, he came out and visited with the team yesterday and talked about the PJ Tour. Uh, the guys love seeing him. and uh, But Little John's going to be a force to be reckoned with on our golf program. Pro Hogs. We, we see that hashtag if you're on Twitter. And uh, the men's golf team is, is no stranger to Pro Hogs. I think of David Lingmurth. I think of Sebastian Kaplan. I think of uh, Austin Cook, Taylor Moore. The, the list goes on and on. What is it about you bringing guys in here and preparing them for the next level, and that is to become a professional golfer and obviously make it to the PGA Tour? Right. You know, they come in. They all have the hopes and dreams of playing the PGA Tour, They, you know, since they were 10 years old. And with the facility that we have with the golf course, you know, I was talking to a lot of them, you know, throughout their PGA Tour career. They said the blessings was the biggest step in preparing them they said the PGA Tour is way easier than what they faced every day for four years. So I think that that had a lot to do with it in their development of their game. You know, we've got Andrew Landry, who's won twice. Austin, David won the Memorial. And uh, we've got Alvaro Ortiz coming out of uh, the Latin American Tour, mm-hmm. gotten his corner and Taylor Moore now advancing. So we've actually been producing a lot of guys that advance to the next level. And I think it, it uh, goes a lot to say for the Blessings Golf Club. Staying within the program, what does Barrett Lay mean to you as an assistant coach? Barrett's been incredible. Um, he's very dedicated to our program. He's stayed with me for 10 years. He's obviously had some opportunities to go elsewhere. But he, you know, he played for me back when I first got the job. And, uh, you know, another diehard Razorback. You know, when you get those guys that are diehard Razorbacks, hard to get rid of them. I was going to say, yeah. So, but I've been very fortunate. You know, he's worked with Austin Cook and Taylor Moore and uh, 
helped me with David Lingmurth and Landry throughout the years and a uh, very vital part of our program, and hopefully I can keep around for a lot longer. Let's talk about your game for a second. You like to play the game as well. When do you get to play? My time is during the summer. I've got one big tournament every year, the Tyson Invitational. Mr. Tyson's my partner, and I better be in tip-top shape. I was going to say, do you all win? We finished third this year in our flight, so we had a good week, good week this year. And uh, but Mr. Tyson has expectations for me, and so uh, that's that. Uh, the month before is a big prep for me, and I take it very seriously and enjoy the fellowship with Mr. Tyson. We've played together for probably 13, 14 years in this this event, and it's been very special for both of us. We had you on from the short grass, our very first episode. You were getting ready to go to the NCAA championships. We had to do it via Zoom, so it's good to actually be here in person and we can talk back and forth. And after that, you told me that you had made 21 holes in one before. Has that number gone up? No, not since then. So, okay. you know, there's a lot, in, lot of luck involved in that. You know, you, you play, we got a Segundo Pinto who won the SEC championship. He's never made one. But you've made 21, coach. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky, I guess. <laughs> But it's not as good as the claim to fame as uh, Coach Broles took me to Augusta. I was going to ask you about that. The fact uh, that uh, Coach Broles, your first athletic director you worked for, he was a member of Augusta National. And you, you got to take the golf coach to Augusta. He did. And uh, it was a great experience. And I was fortunate to make a double eagle on number 15 there. And I think there's only been two made, Gene Saracen and myself. So I should have retired then. I should have put, put my clubs up. And uh, that was my last shot. But uh, what a great memory that I had with Coach Broles to be able to share that with him. They have the Saracen Bridge there. Do they have anything commemorating McMakin's uh, uh, Unfortunately not. Uh, they did send me a glass case with Coach Broles and I with the ball holding up. Uh, oh, that's two, cool. Two in our hands. So I've got that in my house. So it's a pretty special uh, memorabilia that I have from that. But uh, unfortunately, the McMakin uh, symbol is not uh, discussed <laughs> at Augusta. <laughs> What was it about Augusta that I mean, is it just everything that everybody sees on television for those who haven't had the opportunity to go there? You know, it's just a tradition, you know, walking down the fairways, all the great players that have ever walked down and all the memorable shots that you think of when you're walking down the fairway, that these great players have hit. And, uh, you know, it's my first time and last time there. And uh, it was truly a special three days that I got to spend and stay and, you know, on site with Coach Brawls. We actually watched the national championship game. Uh, LSU played and he was calling the plays he was telling him exactly what was going to happen that's so got to be cool I got to play Augusta National make a double eagle and spend time with uh, you know coach Brawls watching a national championship game that I'll never forget I want to go back to Hunter Juracek what does he mean to Brad McMakin in this golf program well I can tell you this there's not one person in the country I'd rather work for you know, we get some calls every now and then about, you know, maybe getting to some other places to go to school. But uh, I told Hunter uh, last year that as long as Hunter's here, he doesn't have to worry about ever looking for another golf coach. Uh, he, um, he just brings enthusiasm. And what has been great is he cares about our student athletes. He cares about, you know, these kids. He came to the SEC championship last year. He came to regionals and, you know, just showing their support it, it, from – you know, a golf coach's stand, standpoint who's, you know, we're not the one of the big sports here. And uh, to have the athletic director with these kids means the world to me as a coach and to the players. You and Shauna have a great working relationship and a great friendship away from here as well. 
what what is it like to see her program succeed and what type of feedback does she give you that helps you prepare your guys and your program to succeed absolutely i've i've worked with shauna for 15 years and uh we text each other before every round of every tournament wishing each other good luck we have a special relationship and you know i've learned a lot from shauna you know we kind of have a little bit of opposite ways to do things so i've picked up a lot of a lot of the ways that she runs her program and uh she's helped me a lot as a coach and i've learned a lot from her but uh you know with the success that we both had her winning the sec championship the year before i did it's motivation for me and my team to uh you know they're ranked number one in the country right now we're ranked number 14 so definitely recruiting helps too you know we've actually had some success in latin america she always kind of gets the top player on the women's side they know our our players that we have, we've, we've brought some top players from Latin America in. When you work with someone on a daily basis to have a good relationship, I think it means a lot. And Shauna just means the world to me. And um, we we help each other. And, you know, I'm just every round, I, 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 I'm more in just into the women's golf side when they're playing as I am our team. And uh, she's a special person. I was going to say, I hate to bring it up, but in 19, when they were competing here at the Blessings, your team, unfortunately, fell just a little bit short of getting here. But to be here to watch Maria and her mm-hmm. team do what they did, but Maria to win the national championship, that had to have felt special for you as well. Absolutely. I followed them from the first tee they teed off to the end. And uh, just their their team had a great run. They made the eight, got to the match play, which was a successful uh, year. Uh, I think they finished fifth. So, uh, But just being around them and – and getting to see their success and watching Maria. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever seen any kind of golf like Maria Fossey played, you know, that week, you know, and she obviously she's the best college player in the country. But I was super excited for Shauna to have a girl win the national championship on their home golf course. It was, uh, it was a special week. You get to play a lot of courses. You get to go see a lot of courses. What's the best golf course you've ever played? Well, that's uh, kind of a trick question, I guess. I mean, you know – now, How is it a trick question? Well, you know, I'm pretty partial to where I'm at. Okay. You know, um, you know, I used to take a lot of golf trips with my friends, but since I've been here at the Blessings, is I really don't have a lot of motivation to go play anywhere else. Uh, this course will challenge you from the first hole to the 18th hole, and and uh, it, it can it can embarrass you. And uh, you know, when you're a elite player you always want to play the hardest and the most challenging golf course well i have it in my backyard I was so say, it's pretty challenging pretty uh difficult. but you know you know pebble beach is pretty special just with the scenery and everything it's one of my favorites but uh i'm partial to the blessings the redesign did mr tyson get any input from you on it uh you know he always uh what, what's special about what he does for our team is he He's evolved with college golf. You know, college golf is getting better. Pro golf is getting better. The players are getting better. So he's, uh, when he did the redo, obviously I didn't have any input, but uh, we were trying to, to make the changes to make our players better. So we have more 500-yard par fours than we had because that's where golf is going. And uh, so he did make those changes to benefit uh, both Sean and I's program. And uh, – so I don't think I had any input, but I think our team playing and him seeing where we play and what type, I think that had a lot of input in uh, where we headed and what the direction he headed. This year will be a success if Arkansas golf does what? Gets to the finals again in the SEC and makes the eight at the NCAA championship with a chance to win. 
Absolutely. We have that kind of pro that, that team this year. It uh, obviously getting off to a good start that we did. Um, I, w- I was really pleased with what I saw. So those are always our goals. But uh, expectations wise, that's what that's what I expect. Coach, I'm looking forward to following your team. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me, Trey. We'll be back. But first, I want to tell you about Blackman Auctions, blackmanauctions.com. They have the Arkansas Department of Transportation Truck and Equipment Auction coming up November 3rd and 4th. It's going to start at 8 o'clock both days, 425 Blackman Road in Lone Oak. For more information, go to blackmanauctions.com. Blackman Auctions, since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. We're back after this. Minnows Plus is your local source for live bait and live well supplies. They carry the entire line of SureLife products, everything from better bait and finer shiner to no ammonia products to keep your bait and your catch thriving till you get back to the dock. They are the best source for all your private land ponds. Minnows Plus has fish food and pond fertilizer to keep your pond healthy and thriving all year long. If you own or run a bait and tackle shop and need to resupply, contact Minnows Plus and ask about their wholesale prices. Open to the public and walk-ins are welcome. Find them on the web at minnowsplus.com. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. Trey asked me to sponsor a show for another few months. Even though I don't like golf, I do like his show. I have no idea how he gets the awesome variety of guests on his show, but it is entertaining and informative even for a horrible golfer like myself. I'm learning a lot about the game and about the passion for playing. So much so, I've started using my country club for more than Sunday brunch. Trey makes golf interesting. I make auctions interesting. For auctions, listen to me. For golf, listen to Trey. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. On the tee, it's our weekly rules segment with PGA Master Professional Adam Carney. Adam, Ian Poulter said a couple of weeks ago to his caddy during a tournament, call the referee, we're effed against the concrete. It was the 15th fairway, Liberty National. He was right of the fairway, and I think the Hudson uh, is even further right than that, and he found his ball resting up against the concrete sewer. He was in a penalty area, so what is the ruling there? Yeah, I mean, that one's pretty simple. It's been around for a long time. It's not part of the new changes, but, um, you know, we have two kinds of obstructions. We have movable and immovable obstructions, and, you know, an immovable obstruction is going to be a concrete sewer. You know, there's there's no way to move that. So um, when your ball uh, is in a penalty area and, and you are – um, interfering or your your swing or stance or lie of the golf ball is is interfered with by a movable obstruction you know tough luck starts somewhere you've hit it into a penalty area and you're going to have those kinds of things so there is no relief under those circumstances um, it is interesting to note though a movable obstruction can be moved anywhere so had his ball come to rest against a beer can um, he could have moved that beer can even though the, both the beer can and his ball were in the penalty area and if it had caused this ball to move, he would have been able to replace it. But simple ruling on that one. Um, he was right. He was effed. No question <laughs> about that. Uh, you know, his simple choices are to play balls at lies if he thinks he can get it out of there or, or you know, follow the rules for, you know, dropping from a penalty area. The other thing that, that he was concerned with or kind of upset with is where the line was to yeah. define the margin of that penalty area because it was dry in there where he was. Right. And so, you know, a penalty area, you know, obviously we used to call them water hazards and, and we used to get that complaint a lot. And, and, and from on every level, at the club level, all the way up to the tour level, you know, why is this marked as a quote unquote, what was called a water hazard? There's no water here. And the definition of a water hazard back in the day, you know, it stated clearly whether there's water in it or not it is deemed to be a 
water hazard or lateral water hazard. A penalty area holds the same definition. Um, so under those circumstances, we, you know, we hear that a lot. Hey, the, the line should be down there because, well, you know, the committee has to draw the line someplace, right? Um, and so uh, you have to take a lot of th- things into consideration as a committee when you're marking a golf course. Um, one of which is, okay, if the penalty area, we're going to move it down there and uh, he's going to take relief in two club lengths. His two club lengths don't put him in a position where he can realistically play a decent shot. Um, and that's t- typically why a lot of times you'll see a red line, which is going to be a, a, a lateral. It's going to be at the crest of a hill, and the water may not start for another 15 or 20 feet. But if we put the line right down there, we run into two situations. One, the place where the player is going to have to drop under that rule is going to be on a hillside, um, and we want to give the player the advantage of being able to drop the ball in a position where he can at least have a level lie. And the other is, you know, what if you get a ton of rain and that pond rises and it rises above that red line and now you're absent a margin? So, yeah, I mean, hey, players are always going to b- blame the committee. I mean, it's it's either the caddy, the club, or the committee, right? It's the three C's that, you know, they <laughs> yeah, never hit a bad shot. C's. You know, under those circumstances, it's not it's not out of character for any player to complain about the way the golf course was set up or where the, uh, a penalty area was marked. But it is what it is. We You know, you have to start somewhere, and it's the same for everybody. But if you remember back to that tournament, a hurricane came through. They right. had to postpone the finish of that tournament. Right. And so, yeah, that margin of the hazard might not even have been enough after all the rain that they got. That's And that's entirely possible. Um, it may have even been a consideration at the point in time where the committee was marking the golf course. He is Adam Carney. I am Trey Schaap. If you've got a question about the rules of golf, email us, fromtheshortgrass at gmail.com. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. From the Short Grass is brought to you by minnowsplus.com and Blackman Auctions. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.